0: Oh wow, he didn't close that shit till
1: like 500 votes. In. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two.
2: Very tense nation still waiting tonight to learn who will be the next president of the United States. I ask everyone to stay calm. This is without question the latest news conference I've ever had. Everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. He will destroy this country.
1: Too close to call. 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 call. Trump supporters protesting the count had to be held back from entering the tally
2: room. And there was definitely. A sense of urgency this time around, uh, not even so much, you know, from how it sounded to support Biden, but more so to get Trump out of office. Uh, I guess my my question is: I, I know it's been a crazy year to say the least, not only you know with coronavirus, but you know with um, um, everything in race relations highlighted, particularly by you know with George Floyd and people being more and more aware. I'm by no means guessing that things are going to all of a sudden be, you know, hunky-dory anytime soon. But my question, uh, I guess, to you would be, uh, assuming that Biden gets the six more points and goes on to win this election, even though it's somebody that people weren't sure of, they wanted it to be him, do you think that this experience would will have people uh raise people's awareness to want to be more active uh in voting not just for the presidency but maybe more for uh local positions.
0: I think so. Um I won't even I won't even say like Biden wouldn't have been my first choice. I'm I'm not even a democrat for for people out there who think that I only have this shit to spit on one direction. Um I think that Biden they felt was their safer choice, but I don't even think that Biden truly mobilized the young vote the way that Bernie Sanders could have uh, as an example. Um, I think that there was a whole lot of people that are like,
2: all right,
0: (laughs) you know, let's let's go. And people were willing to mail it in. You know, that makes a huge difference. I mean, America for claiming to be you know the spreader of democracy throughout the world you know um America's turnouts suck mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. this was one of the bigger turnouts I think they said in a, in in the last hundred years or something like that but you know America's turnouts are, are weak so I think each step along the way does invigorate young people to get involved and people from marginalized communities. I know, like New Mexico, right now had just just elected. I think it's three Congresswomen of color
2: mm-hmm.
0: that that they're sending. You know, uh, the first ever transgender woman of color um, was was selected. You know, like there are more people from marginalized communities that are getting involved and and becoming a part of politics. But I still think that you know that local level and also the system itself needs a fucking overhaul.
1: I one of my concerns is that this th- this it doesn't like like you said our weather in like the next 30 minutes that we're here if the electoral you know Biden reaches the electoral college it it does not change the fact that we live in a country that we are very sure we have modern day proof that we are not welcomed here. And I'm talking about all the isms, not just black and brown people, whatever your Amer- your personal American dream is, it's not welcomed by your neighbors. And I think that is, this is where it transcends politics when you can't trust, you can't trust the people that you live with. And that's the part that is concerning me is that people are going to, like, at this point, it's like, I don't care what policies come out of that White House or how Congress gets along or not gets along. This is like local level, local level, local level at this yeah. point, you know what I mean? And that to me is, is more of a concern of like, it's not just if I voted or not, it's like, what is this vote telling me? And that's the part that has me very, very afraid for, you know, my livelihood, my colleagues, my clients, my family. It's knowing that this is not just a game of politics it literally is people making it very clear where they stand with your life
0: yeah
1: you know that's like we we have a, you know like thankfully i'm i'm approaching the like being out of childbearing age but we have daughters that are you know and 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 women just like all the women that we we love that are feeling gut-wrenching feelings right now because they know that two doors down that person doesn't give a fuck about you and your reproductive system and your health care and like you know that to me is is this race is so much more indicative of who we are as Americans and and less about like how fucked up the political system is which it is completely fucked up but the people who like it, it, it is very reflective of our society and it's really sad. You know, it was kind of like, okay to be like, well, you know, maybe black folks just didn't vote and we'll get out there this time and we'll, you know, or, um, you know, like sex workers are really mobilized. And, and this time we're going to make sure that we're voting our values, but it's like, okay, we did. And this is still where we, where we stand as a people.
0: Well, I think it does take people getting more active to change the, Closed-minded opinions. I feel mm-hmm. like everybody right now is in an echo chamber of politics, mm-hmm. and this is super unfortunate. And I and I find myself uh, being frustrated because it's like you have one group of people that watch Fox News, and the people who are like Fox News is too liberal, so they watch Own, and then you have another group of people who watch like MSNBC and CNN, mm-hmm. and if you only watch msnbc or you only watch fox you only have people who spout your opinion all day so it's kind of like you're very much like you just get riled up all the time and the people how they present news isn't news it's just people arguing and yelling at each other and and opinionation and you don't have world news in america unless it's like a super tragedy or something that mm-hmm. they feel affects the American dollar, like, hey, we might have to go invade this country, mm-hmm. right? But Americans are are all living in this bubble. Don't travel out the country unless it's on like religious right. travels or right. something like that. Um, don't talk to people. So it's like, then when it's finally time to vote or or do something it's just political rallies of people being fucking infuriated mm-hmm. and if there is no compromise there is no point of of politics mm-hmm. politics is compromise like you try to get what you want for yours i try to get what i want for mine but at the same time we realize you need some and you realize i need some so we sit down and compromise and if you don't have that you're just gonna have more and more headbutting, chaos, and violence. And, you know, that's part of it. But the underlying part of it is exactly what you said, where there are people in this country who do not believe women should make choices for their own body. There are people in this country who don't even really feel women should work or be outside. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's
1: hey you as, got your wish COVID. <laughs> you know
0: as, mu- as much as um as much as you know america was like hey we're trying to go bring freedom to afghanistan you have people here yeah. who, who do the same shit and believe the same shit as the taliban mm-hmm. but just put a cross on it instead of fundamentalist islam right same
1: damn pickup truck
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> just a different flag, flag on the back you know um so you have that then you have that same group of people who doesn't believe that black people that were even fucking human or or that brown people aren't even fucking human so we don't deserve the right to vote so they gerrymander they um intimidate. you go they intimidate you go to you be in a city where there's millions of people there's one poll open you go to some rural shit where there's eight people that live there and they got five different fucking mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if it's truly a democracy then you should be working to make sure more people vote yeah. not trying to disenfranchise people from voting you know we we have a society where people tell you how important it is to be patriotic and and care about the country we live and they now have found a way to use that flag to be an intimidation factor Mm -hmm. you know like it shouldn't be so hard to say black lives matter that shouldn't be a hard thing for people to say But if you don't say it, but then you're also going to be like, well, I'm also going to wear this flag of the people that kill you and and see no justice for it. You're making a real serious statement, you know, because last time I checked, there were black police officers, too. Mm -hmm. So you can say their lives matter. Right. You know, and I've also never met a fucking blue person. But like if you have people who feel like they could do that or fly the Confederate flag or march with Nazi symbolic flags and shit and then they'd be like at the same time oh no I'm no racist so why the fuck you hang out with all the racists I noticed that these flags all seem to come together when y'all have y'all rallies and shit Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so if you don't have humanity and then you're validating the points of people who are stepping into an argument by saying somebody isn't even fucking human Mm -hmm. you know and and that's that's where the shit to me becomes like you can't vote for that. If you if your vote for that, you're telling us who you are
2: oh, at that point. Us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes I wonder how what would be the best way to get a, a, a dialogue going. And I, and I say that because get clearly uh, the the country's divided. Even just seeing how close this election has been, where there's there's a clear line in the sand. Where you know there's people who support you know, Trump and everything that comes with them and then people who 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 don't. And, mm-hmm. you know, the and I know the country's been like this for a long time and you're not gonna convince every you know, convince everyone that, you know, racism is bad or or, you know, right. mistreating people is bad. But at the same time, I'm sure like the same way we're seeing this, I, I'm sure, you know, people who voted for Trump have to be seeing this too. And um I'm just sometimes I wonder how how now with us so divided how long would it take to get to a point where there's there's you know people on that side who' you know be willing to you know I guess listen to I don't want to say listen to reason but you know at, at the same yeah. time create a create okay. a dialogue like how how did we get to you know that point or why did, why were people so um uh, you know.
0: I definitely know how
2: it got here
1: well in in, in the spirit of 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 moving, yeah moving forward i guess and and, I, and it is going to require us to kind of to go back um i just kind of I don't have the answer to that. I do think that the more we are exposed to one another as full people and not memes and not you know icons and hashtags, mm-hmm. that we are more likely to get out of that echo chamber. Um, I was talking to someone on the BIPOC support group today that said she made a um, like an account to kind of like. Not not troll, but like look at what the other side is saying to like kind of have a better understanding. Because now at this point, it's like I got to, you know, whether he's in or out of the office, I still have to deal with the person two doors down. Right. Sure. And so, you know, what she was saying, I thought that this was really important. And it really shows a, a sense of emotional intelligence and like a desire to move forward is that for a lot of, in a lot of these ways, it's like this person has just been hearing the same programming over and over, just like she said, like, I've been hearing the same programming. And, um, you know, there might be some fundamental differences that that we have, but if we can just kind of hear, like, that there's a third party involved in the way that we think, whether it's Russia, right, or whoever it is that is, you know, do like putting out this kind of really, really dangerous media that is polarizing us, if we can identify that there is a third party at work, and kind of remove that third party to have really genuine conversations. But the challenge that I have with that is I thought we were doing that in May of this year. And I feel like America deserves an Oscar or whatever for the performance that was fucking put on in front of our face like we really want to hear, we we want to be open to, you know, the voices of black and brown people and we love all of our you know all, all that like that fucking Juneteenth that I was talking about like that that big grand performance that really means nothing um, at the end of the day, right? Because when we see the numbers show up, it sounds like, oh, you guys actually didn't hear us. You know, you didn't get any of, of, of the police reform. You didn't get, like, any of the things that were supposedly our boiling point. Wasn't that America's boiling point? Wasn't that, what did they call it? Or reckoning?
0: Oh, yeah. America ain't reckoning with us. No, yet. no. America's been sweeping this shit under the rug since... 1876 if you want to talk about uh elections and look at the election with uh Rutherford B Hayes you know what i'm saying when they when they decided okay reconstruction is over and time to start this jim crow right you know every um every step along the way america has given Racist ideas and ideologies—a platform, Mm -hmm. you know—by saying, "Yeah, of course you can put the fucking stars and bars of the of the Confederacy on your state flag when you re-enter the country you seceded from to start a nation based on slavery." Like just by allowing that shit, Mm -hmm. by having Mm -hmm. all these fucking Confederate statues and streets named after them and all that. When when I was in Germany there wasn't none of that for nazis mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying america yeah. has there's never no
1: compromising with nazis right <laughs> there,
0: there there isn't mm-hmm. and there shouldn't be mm-hmm. and the trying to placate to uh sons and daughters of the confederacy as if there was a difference between a nazi and a fucking confederate there isn't yeah there's not both had concentration camps, both wanted to exterminate people and Mm -hmm. and said that people were less. So like fast forward to now and you have certain people who have been trying to be Mm anti-racist and certain people within our community are like, man, fuck that. I ain't looking at this statue no more. Mm -hmm. You have a whole side of it that's saying this is so horrible that I'll make it that property damage is as bad as the murder of an innocent human being you know and those are the places where it's kind of like until you see us as human and that our um, our lives matter yeah there there really isn't going to be any kind of american reckoning in in that sense uh i do think in order to quell some of the shit with this country uh white people who consider themselves to be allies and anti-racists have to go sit and have talks with white folk who they know are racist as fuck
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: because it's not gonna it's not our job to do that shit
1: they said you know they was saying? doing it this summer we had all this fucking time what, what, what were y'all talking to what were y'all talking about like well i
0: mean it's still gotta it's still gotta continue because it's not gonna change in
1: <sighs> four months
0: 400 <laughs> years can't change in four months but i do think
1: it's talking to people
0: I mean, they probably-
1: They were talking to us.
0: (laughs) I I think probably a lot of people also, because of those echo chambers, they don't even know where to go look. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People, you can't have this conversation. This isn't a Twitter conversation. This isn't an Instagram conversation. This is a sit down with your family and have a real talk or invite people to come sit down and talk with you somewhere hopefully someplace in public and safe for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, you know, those conversations have to happen and they, they, it can't just be the yelling at one another. It has to be real talk. And there are going to be people on the side of wanting to exterminate people of color, LGBTQIA folk, so on and so forth down the line Mm -hmm. that those talks ain't going to happen, but you have to talk to the people who are just like, I grew up voting Republican. I have to vote Republican or mm-hmm. I, or, or I just watch Fox news because my uncle watched Fox news or mm-hmm. so on and so forth down the line. Because if you are, if you're not anti-racist and you just fall in line with what is America's baseline is fucking racism. So you you have to work towards breaking that. And it's gonna it's gonna take time, but people have to as actively work towards trying to break that as people are working to build that shit back up.
1: So you're telling me white people gotta work twice as hard for the same results? It is is they gotta use our formula <laughs> on their own people? Okay, okay. There's your answer,
2: R. There we go.
1: Double up, you gonna
0: have to work twice as hard, yeah. man. <laughs> Nipsey told y'all. Shout out to my home state of New Jersey. Marijuana is now legal.
2: So they're gonna they
0: be having wild fucking late though. This
1: is recreational, right? Yeah. Okay, actually, I'm gonna go look in some. I got. I got a little okay, meme.
0: You got. You got it. Well, I just want to say though, I definitely throughout my years mm-hmm. have been stopped by the police for like a J mm-hmm. or they said my car smelled like weed mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. And definitely had some some uh bad situations come of that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I am very, very happy for jurors to finally get that periphery peripherating.
1: So I'm so happy for New Jersey, Montana, South Dakota, Mississippi.
0: Uh, Wait, we can smoke in Mississippi.
1: Oregon, yes. Medical, oh, medical. Medical Mississippi weed. Um Oregon. They know how that Oregon decriminalized all the drugs.
0: Yeah, that's that's serious.
1: That's huge. Um Arizona, DC, decriminalized psychedelics. That's oh, wow. huge. Go do um, some
0: shrooms in DC yeah. and completely flip the fuck out. See statues walking down the street and shit.
1: Wow. So here's here's the thing though, about like, yes, great step in the right direction. Too many people have been penalized for, Mm -hmm. you know, self-medicating and and using honest, you know, as as a therapist, I am definitely, definitely pro um, legalization of marijuana or even medical marijuana, because I have seen my clients do way better on THC than any other prescribed, um, you know, pharmacological stuff. But But the thing that pisses me off about this shit is so many of our people are still
0: locked the fuck locked up. Lock the fuck up. And for you know a shit.
1: they're about to make bank and and because remember when we watched the story, like they don't it's not that it's just like legalized and not everybody can go buy weed. It's like legalized and only a certain number of people have yeah. their hands in into the, the money pot on this and it does not do any type of retroactive for the fucking people who taught them how to even do the shit.
0: Word. Yeah, for everybody that's out there, I, I for some reason I can't think of the name, but go check out the um documentary that fab five freddy did yeah. on netflix uh about the history of of weed in america i guess r is looking that up on bing right now
1: forget it he's not gonna have it by the time the show is but
0: started. um but not on some on some real shit um people oh, need great. to start decriminalizing sex work that's what needs to fucking happen
1: i would love to see this square times 50 one with but but but, uh,
0: but well. also in regards to weed like there are people that are locked up for very very minimal amounts of marijuana in states where the shit is now fucking legal. The other thing that is really dumb about what's going on though is I think now it's it's got to be like in the 30s or 40s of states where where it's um where it's legal but it's still illegal federally. I
1: have
0: some other So yeah. so like we need to have marijuana legal on the federal level. If you're going to have alcohol, you know what I'm saying? Marijuana definitely is not uh, as dangerous as alcohol. Um, So I think that that should be something on on the federal level. And also people should retroactively be getting out for for weed for charges like that shit is fucking crazy <laughs> the
1: oh, the other thing and
0: i think that this i think i has something I had, for us
2: i was just um the documentary you were referring to is called grass is greener it's on netflix ironically last year it came out on four twenty of 2019.
1: nice yo <laughs> so fat so five
0: freddie did his shit with yeah. that yo that, that mm-hmm. joint is so good
1: it's so good You know, one of the the challenges that I have with this is like obviously we are when when the drug when the drug epidemic became an issue for. um, Young white people, then you know we we start to see a different attitude, whatever i'm great everybody needs needs help around um, you know substance abuse issues and should not be, especially when you look at why people use. And how this country does not support does not create a supportive environment that you don't want to use drugs or need to use drugs. But the part about it that really, really um strikes me is how incongruent like like laws around decriminalizing drugs pass, right? But there's no increase in mental health support and 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 um and health care. You know, like those things are it's kind of like, okay, we're not gonna put you in jail, but your family still needs to figure out. What to do with you, you know, it's like these things are not congruent. And so it's really hard to feel. I mean, I just kind of feel like this on every issue.
0: That brings me back to our last issue, actually. Um, I think when you think about the opioid crisis Mm -hmm. in comparison to the war on drugs, right? (laughs) Um, Now, one, I think if you do the knowledge, you know, I remember in Jersey City when... America said it. It got its uh, victory over Afghanistan. That's when heroin started spiking in my community, Mm -hmm. um, all through Jersey, all through the country. Um, And then also that's around the same time that they started all these prescription drugs, uh, over prescribing. Mm -hmm. And then people now, you know, can't get the oxy or or Mm -hmm. can't get whatever they were trying to. And you know, H is all over the place, so they go grab that because it's way cheaper. I think also in the same sense of when you think of things that happened after the war on drugs where there were certain uh outreach, and this wasn't from the from the federal government. This was from what we did in our own communities when we would start doing outreach to to young folk that that were at risk to maybe mm-hmm. get out on the corner or join gangs or or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That needs to happen in the white community now because the white supremacy groups are preying on people in that way. They look mm-hmm. for people who have addiction, mm-hmm. who feel lost in the world, who uh, don't have a, a strong family structure, mm-hmm. who you know, maybe came out of the military mm-hmm. and and now feel like, you know, it's hard getting back into everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and those are the people that they prey upon, and it's very similar. You know, you need outreach in these communities to teach people that there are other ways to go. You know, because they the the people who are who run these shits, they need to prey on people.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying. Yeah. David Duke is a fucking predator.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
0: He he needs to use this rhetoric for to 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 and, his people. To, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's very important, mm-hmm. and yeah. and it's that's it's fantastic. the same the same kind of thing. Is like, if we are going to try and heal this country, mm-hmm. which means everybody in it, you know, regardless of walk of life or 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 any other way that's used sure. to divide people, you know, there are so many ways that people are hurting in so many ways that they have been failed by this government. They have been failed by Democrats and Republicans alike, you know, and, and that's kind of like going back to what I was saying earlier about how people vote. You know, there should be, you know, referendums, you know, we, we get to vote on that on the local level, right. but on the, on the federal level, it's only our senators and Congress people who are all lobbied buy oil, tobacco, blah, 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 Run, big pharma, run Run down the list Mm -hmm. of, of people. You know, if you talk about the opioid crisis, that's not a Republican or Democrat. It doesn't care if you're black or white. It doesn't care who you fuck or who you pray to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if you, if someone in your family has fallen victim to it, the, the people who run big pharma have fucked everybody horrifically equally. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, when, where, when, where, and how mm-hmm. are, are the people going to actually start being able to make, you know, actual change that's going to help everybody. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. I'm hurting right now. I got you. Mm-hmm.
2: you know, no yeah. ma- and I'll say no matter what, what happens in the world, what y'all got right de- that right there. Can't nobody take that that take that away? You know, even through all of this, knowing that you know what I'm saying, you, like, that that's a beautiful thing. You guys just wanted to point that out. The last thing I wanted to say was, so even though I'm a native New Yorker, I live in Massachusetts now, right? Uh, at least four now, I should say, uh, mm-hmm. in two towns. Uh, you know, the if there's never been a time where I've noticed your vote counts more because there's two towns in Massachusetts, uh, Sutton and Webster. Where Joe Biden won those towns literally by one vote. Oh shit. Uh That's yeah. Wild. Wow. In Sutton, Biden had three thousand and forty-two votes, Trump had three thousand forty-one. And in Webster, uh Biden had four thousand and three votes, Trump had four thousand and two. So wow. your vote if, mm. if if there was ever a year or a time something that says your vote counts, yeah. that is that is confirmed.
1: I bet they all looking for that one
2: person. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I agree with
0: you on that, and I, and I think it does come down to, you know, making sure that you also hold people accountable for your vote, mm-hmm. um, and then that means that if they don't do what they said they were going to do, you know, you out in the streets protesting you write in you don't vote for them again (laughs) you know what i'm saying like all these different things and there's there's a lot of ways to to stay active but you know for right now if it's legal where you at even if it ain't just keep it on the low try and unplug for as long as you possibly can just to give yourself you know some a mental breather, some some small rap relaxation. Reach out to your loved ones, tell them you love them, you know, and we are Royal Fetish Radio. My name is King Noir.
1: I'm jet-fitting Jasmine.
2: I'm R, the vanilla citizen.
0: <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in, and we will see y'all real soon, peace.